Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy, and I'm on today for a solo episode. We haven't had a solo episode in a really long time, so of course I feel like rusty and weird and my energy is like a little bit off because as I was preparing to record this solo episode, I like got a, I went on a walk and I... I got a little snacky and I was getting the microphone out from its little storage area because I haven't recorded a podcast in a minute. I had all of August, pretty much all of August, completely off from podcasting because producer Savvy had a beautiful baby girl. Congratulations, Savvy. Um... I'm not sure if you've announced it yet, so I'm not going to say her name in the event that you have not, and we're waiting for her moment, as we should, Um, but I have seen pictures. She's absolutely beautiful. Savvy's doing so well, and so we had pre-recorded a bunch of episodes so that Savvy could take the entire month of August off and just like be snuggling with her baby, and so I had the microphones put away out of the area, and as I was getting it out... Uh, a plant tendril, a long vine of a plant, was somehow around, grew around the microphone. I don't know. So I move the microphone and this whole plant is on a top shelf and is like falling from the top shelf onto all of my podcast equipment and watering day is tomorrow. So the soil is dry and it's just like, I guess it's better than being wet though. Yeah, it's definitely better than being wet and like muddy. But anyways, it just shit you know pot soil so whatever went everywhere and I just screamed that's what I've been doing lately if something's annoying me and I'm at home I don't do this in public I'm not going around screaming in public though I argue maybe that's what we need to be doing but if something annoys me at home or I'm frustrated with something I just let out a huge scream it feels really good in that moment just to like get that like that like pent up stupid not stupid just like it's just energy right so the frustration is just energy my body and I let it out of my body in a blood curdling scream and I feel better so highly recommend 10 out of 10 anyway I'm so happy to be on for a solo episode because it has been so long and we have so much to catch up on I I'm actually feeling a little overwhelmed with the amount of things we have to catch up on But I think I want to start just by quickly acknowledging that over this past month, six weeks, let's call it, I have been diving deeper into my inner world and really kind of doing some work, doing the work, as we like to say in this space that we're in. And what that means is I'm not really going to talk about it because I'm just kind of like really, you know, like fucking in it. And so it feels like because I'm so in it and I'm, you know, being kind of like dragged by wild horses, I really can't be sharing anything yet because I'm just in it. And, And I think people listening will understand it doesn't feel good to to be sharing from this kind of like egocentric way as in like, oh, I like. I'm like working through things and have it figured out or like even have some resemblance of like a plan or a path. So I'm just going to leave it there. It would feel weird to not acknowledge because I'm going to be talking about my life and 
I interview people and they share openly and vulnerably about their life. And so there's just kind of this tug and pull of like, I, I don't want to be sharing. This is not the time to share. But also like there's something going on. Uh, but you know what? I'm just like focusing on the most important relationship that I will ever have in my whole entire life, which is the one with myself. So we'll leave that there. Uh, okay, so pretty much what I'd love to start with is how everyone thinks that it's the end of summer because their kids are going back to school, which we need a different name for it because it's not the end of summer. I mean, it's like the end of their summer break, but it's like not the end of the rest of our summer. And in fact, it's kind of like my summer is just starting because I'm on like a travel tour day of the world pretty much coming up. So I was home in Canton, Ohio. I was just in Austin for a bachelorette party, which I'm going to talk about here. And when this episode comes out, I'll be on my way to Chicago. And then I have a couple weeks at home and I go to Italy. So it's really fun, but it feels like now I'm like, I'm in most people's Junes now. Most people are taking vacations, school's out, they're doing whatever, summer stuff. And that Now I'm in that. And so just for my own personal selfish reasons, it's just a little jostling to go on Instagram and see everyone say like summer's over when I'm like, oh. But mine's not. And we know that real summer isn't over until September 21st. Like that's when fall starts. So I don't know who's going to win this argument or what's going to happen. But I just think we need another name for it. You know what? I'm even willing to like change my side of things. So like if people that have kids in school want to say summer's over, they can say that. That'll be for them. So that means like I need something else to say that like summer's not over. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but just a little thought for you. Um, Okay, so I want to quickly talk about an upcoming event that I'm doing with Quidwell. This is going to be really fun. So everyone knows about the infamous Quidwell market muscles, if you don't. Well, you are missing out because it's amazing. It's really fun. They take it. They um, set up shop in the Finley Market Shed, like where the little like farmers market area usually is, and they have workouts with all kinds of people around the city. Really fun. Um, they come for like all the different kinds of workouts, and they'll usually have. A little something extra. The event I'm partnering with them is called the Night of Fashion. So for the workout portion, Define's going to be there. They're a bar studio in Oakley. One More Rep is going to be there. They have a studio um, also in Oakley, kind of like towards Red Bank, out past Red Bank a little bit. Um, Great classes. They have like Versa Climbers and weight, whatever. They're going to do cardio and strength. Define is going to do bar. And then Meriden is going to be there for Meriden Mental Fitness Meditation. So it'll be great. You have like cardio, you have strength, you have kind of stretchy, you have a meditation. And then at 7 p.m., so all of that, all of that workout starts at 545 at Finley Market. And then at 7, we are going to do like a charitable clothing drive where you come in and you bring items to donate. We're going to have kind of spotlight items, if you will, those that cha- that shelters really need. Maybe they really need tennis shoes. I don't know, making it up. But we'll let people know, hey, this, this is re- winter coats maybe. You know, like try to prioritize these items to donate. Um, and then I will be there. Kim of Lita Ruth will be there and Aaron Roddy with Me Active is going to be there and we're going to kind of put together some fall trends, some fall outfits, maybe we'll do some modeling, but then there will also be clothes um, to purchase. So don't miss it. We're going to talk all things fashion, get a workout in, grab a drink and just like have a cute fashion, fall fashion moment. We're going to get into a lot of fall fashion stuff on this episode because that's what everyone wants to hear about apparently. So if you need to get tickets to Market Muscles by Quidwell, I would suggest going to their Instagram page at Quidwell and they have links for tickets there. I will also link in 
the show notes and the link in my bio to make it easy for you all. Okay, so the other thing that I want to talk about, which I'm like really kind of nervous to talk about this, but I think I just have to do it. I just have to do it. So if you listened to the five-year episode, What the Fit just turned five years old, Ali Treby was on to interview me, and we talked about what's next for the podcast. And I am very passionate and committed to taking the podcast to video, which is going to be so cool. And I had a listener who is like a little guardian angel girly reach out and say, I can help you if you want to edit the podcast, if you want to video, put the podcast on video, I can show you what equipment to get set up with, you know, I I can really be a resource for you, which is amazing because I don't know anything about video production or video editing. So with that comes the expense of outfitting my studio for video production because, you know, I'm not going to like put together some like janky thing for you guys. If I'm going to put together a studio that has video production, it's going to be something that you actually want to watch and see and looks cute and makes people want to like listen to the podcast when they see a clip of it on TikTok. So which I don't even know if I'll get it. Someone will get it. Someone will manage my TikTok for me. That's what's going to happen. Um, so because of with all that, that's, you know, it's expensive. And so in an attempt to help pay for the studio recording equipment, I thought that this is now finally the time to do this. I had never thought I was going to do this before. But offer premium Patreon content at a price, meaning what the fit will always release one episode a week, just as we always have with the topics that we've always had and the type of guests that we always have. Every Friday, an episode will come out. That's not changing. What's going to change is that for those who wish to become a Patreon member, I will be releasing either one to two episodes in addition to the weekly episode on Patreon. So there will be at least one extra, maybe two. I'm not fully committed to, to, to that just yet. But what we can expect with these Patreon episodes, because they're only for paid subscribers, this is like premium content, I'm really, really, really going to open up with like all the juice. So for example, I'm going to talk about my Austin trip coming up here. So much fun. On the Patreon episode, I will go into a lot more detail, like what kind of drugs were we doing? What did we say to the guys that we found chatting at this bar? Like it'll just like go deep. I'll talk about where we ate. I'll throw out all the places so that if you're playing a bachelorette party to Austin, you know where to go. Our hotel was absolutely incredible. We'll talk about that. It'll just be like a little extra. There's also just going to be topics that are really vulnerable for me and personal for me that I will share on that Patreon episode that I wouldn't share normally out to the general public. I will be much more free with my opinions and thoughts on certain businesses, studios, restaurants, bars, whatever. Um, You know, I tend to keep it pretty positive, which that's generally how I feel. But, you know, sometimes you, I do just want to, like, kind of go off on, like, this was, like, actually not a great experience. It was actually kind of shitty customer experience at the studio. And then that's where I would talk about it on the Patreon for people that are paying, not public. This came up because I listened to a podcast, Juicy Scoop, with Heather McDonald. I've listened to this podcast since 2016. I have maybe taken a break from it for a couple years. and But beyond that, like... She puts out two episodes a week, two free episodes a week. I listen to those two episodes a week. Every single week. I don't miss them. I love them. That's also how I am with a podcast called The Toast with the Ashri twins. Um, not twins. What the fuck did I say that? Not twins. I was thinking Olsen twins. No, they're not twins. They're sisters. And I love that episode. I love that podcast. I listen to it every day. It's a daily show, which is insane. Monday through Friday. And... Just recently, I became Patreon a Patreon member to both of those podcasts. I was only getting their free, everyday, general public content. And I became a Patreon member. And holy shit, it's so good. 
like the Patreon episodes, like I won't have any intro music. It'll literally be like, I'm going to jump on the mic and I'm just going to like fucking like say whatever, talk, whatever. And it's not really edited. It's just like, I don't know, but they talk about stuff that I'm like, holy shit, I cannot believe you're saying that. Like it is like really deep and personal, but it's so great. It's like a total behind the behind the behind the scenes. Um, Might have guests if it feels right to like bring people on. But I'm just letting you know that's coming because as we go through some of these topics of conversation that I want to talk about, I will bring up like certain things I'm going to save for Patreon. So I need to I need you to know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure the cost is going to be about $8.99 a month because I need to I'm, pay, I'm paying for equipment. I need this to be like you're getting you're going to get good content, I promise. And if you if you join patreon for a month or two months and you're like these episodes suck it's not worth eight dollars a month well then by all means please cancel your membership because i don't want you paying for something that you don't like but i think you're really gonna like it i'm really gonna do my best to make it worthwhile and you can also i'll just also like open it up to patreon members right like what do you want me to talk about i'll talk about it whatever whatever anyone says I'll commit to like whatever anyone says that they want to talk about no matter what it is I will talk about it if you are currently a patreon member which I do have patreon members that are just out of the goodness and the kindness of their wee hearts donate to the patreon without getting anything extra in return you will automatically have access at any level that you're currently at so if you are currently a two dollar patreon member or you're a five dollar patreon member which is you know less than how what i'm gonna charge because you've been supporting me for as long as you have you are automatically get access to the content and not your subscription amount will not change because you're a real one and i love you so yeah if you guys have questions about patreon just like you know float them my way but I think it's going to be really great. I'm I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun, creative outlet for me beyond this show. And it'll give me a chance to like really get down and dirty, which I'm excited about. Okay, so let's talk about Austin. I love Austin. I really, truly did not know what to expect. I've been to Austin twice before in 2013 and then and again in 2015 so this I mean it was it was starting to boom then for sure it was very much a destination city but it was still kind of like Nashville but a little bit weirder so there was like 6th street and that really reminded me of like Broadway in Nashville like the live music you can like walk around there's bachelorette party like whatever so it's cool and fun and I was like whatever 24 when I went and then rainy street was just getting started I'm pretty sure like it had not been around very long and that whole vibe was like there were houses that were turned into bars and restaurants and so coming back in 2023 like you know almost 10 years later and just in a very different place in my life I thought that I had a sense of the vibe and then truly I didn't and that's okay and that's cool but I had done this whole process of like building my Austin wardrobe like building all the looks for this bachelorette party I made an excel spreadsheet I had like all the activities because bachelorette parties are at, are honestly the easiest type of trips to pack for because if bitches are doing bachelorette parties right like you have a fucking itinerary so you know they know that people are needing to play on their outfits. So everything is literally like by the outfit. And so it's very easy to get everything tracked. And then I can just like write, you know, white shoes, YSL purse, poppy lush dress, like just like type it and know. And then when I'm packing, I basically just have a packing list. So I was really proud of myself for that. And I thought you're going to be so ahead of the game because I just wasn't feeling inspired to go shopping for this trip and there there was not a particular reason why um I just I don't I just really wasn't in the mood to be looking for outfits I think because I have Italy at the end of the month and that is taking up all my energy like planning those outfits um that's a, a really fun patreon episode that I could do though it was like kind of like the process of outfit planning and what I do and how I decide where am I going to look like what are my 
secret sources or what are my favorite places to go? How far in advance do I start? I think that could be helpful for people. So we're going to write that down. Um, but yeah, so I, I just like, I wasn't sure of what the vibe was because I was like, is this like a Nashville bachelorette, like white cowboy boots, glitter sequins, you know, whatever, or is it more chill and relax because Austin's kind of like a relaxed, like keep Austin weird, like it's, you know, laid back. It's very liberal for a Texan city. So I was like, is it going to be that? And then I was like, but Austin is like the new L.A. Because after COVID, everyone from L.A. moved to Austin to like escape the wrath and the downfall of Los Angeles. And so I was like, so are we going to get like an L.A. vibe? You know, like what? How are we dressing? And it turns out we didn't, I, I, I just didn't say we, I did not really pack appropriate things so much so to the point where on the last night we were like, I was like, fuck it. I'm bringing out jean shorts and a black bodysuit. And that was like the best vibe. But it was really fun because I got a lot of good fashion and kind of fall inspo to talk about. Beca- not because people were dressing like it was fall, because it was... 101 degrees at 10 p.m. The heat in Austin is like nothing I have ever experienced. Nothing I've ever experienced. I th- I went to Vegas for my bachelorette party back in 2016. And it was like, I remember, this is how I remember, because Snapchat was all the rage. And I was obsessed with Snapchat. And I was always posting to my stories, obvious, or I guess they weren't called stories. I was posting snaps to I don't know if it had a name. I don't know. Whatever. I was always posting on Snapchat. And, you know, you could shift the little thing to the left and it would do like one kind of filter and then the next one would be like the time and then the next one would be the temperature and the next one would be the location or something. It was very, very primitive (laughs) now that I'm thinking about it. But I remember I was taking a picture at the pool party at one republic that we were at and i swiped to the temp and it was one and it was 115 degrees in las vegas and it felt totally fine like it's hot but it didn't it wasn't it wasn't that bad it was manageable i mean we were at a pool all day so that makes a difference but something about the texas sun and heat it's suffocating I am a person that I can take the heat. I'm good in the heat. I keep my house at 76 degrees. I keep my house upstairs at 80 degrees when I work during the day. And I'm good. Like, I just, I really enjoy being warm. Some girlies are not that way. And the girlies that are really, you know, didn't, did not like the heat and could not take the heat, they were like, like, on. at the end of their ropes at some points, like if we'd been outside for a long period of time, they were like feeling like they were going to suffocate. And I could understand. I could take it for, you know, a few hours. But then if you're just out all night, you know, and you're walking to different bars and most of their bars are outside. And even as the sun is down, it's just kind of like inescapable. You're like, oh my God, like, can I get relief? So it's hot. We went kayaking. We only made it one hour because we just felt like we were like shrimp sizzling on a bed of fajitas on that lake. But it was really fun. We love, like our group of friends really loves to kayak. So it was great. We, I wish, we all wish we could be out there a little bit longer, but our hotel had the most wonderful pool. But I was just basically like a hippo. Like I had to keep my whole entire body underneath the water with just my eyes and like ears and nose out to breathe and listen to everyone. But beyond that, I had to be completely submerged. That's how hot it was. But it was it was fantastic, really fun. So the first night we went to East Six. six apo- apparently, West Six is dirt. The Dirty Six. Um, I may be getting them mixed up. Honestly, it might be the other way around. I don't know. But one side of Six, you don't go on because bad stuff happens. Apparently, and the other side of Six is fun. So we went out on six on Thursday night and and we had been warned that it might not be very lively on a Thursday night but it would kind of like pick up as the weekend went on which that to me was like are people not I don't know if people go out on Thursdays anymore Thursdays 
at one point in my life was like the hot time to go out. Like everyone was going out on a Thursday. Places were just as busy on a Thursday as a Friday. So I don't know what's going on there or if it's like an Austin thing or maybe people just don't go out on Thursdays anymore. So we, we bopped around there. There are a ton of speakeasies in Austin. Did not know this. But apparently, if you know which bars, if you know where the speakeasy is, you can, like, ask the doorman, the bouncer or whatever, not the doorman, the bouncer, and they, like, quickly give you some directions. Like, okay, yeah, go to the top of the stairs where the ivy is, turn left, go to the garage door at the back, seven doors down, go to the third trash can, like that. Like, they'll just, like, start spewing directions out at you. And just pray and hope that one person in your group is listening. We all did that. We, every single one of us was like, okay, we shut down. Like we cannot understand the directions. And, and I just remember thinking like, dude, I hope Amy's got it. Like if anyone's listening, paying attention, it's going to be Amy. Sure enough, fucking Amy did pay attention and we did get it. And we like went to this little secret back area and it's like a whole different bar. So that was cool. That was fun. I, I like that. I like the little kind of mystery, like Scooby-Doo solving a puzzle kind of vibe. So that was fun. Um, our, our bride, Brooke, got us uh, what's the word? airbrushed t-shirts with our names on them. They're like just like the airbrushed t-shirts that you have at the New Jersey Boardwalk. I don't know if anyone gets that reference, but or like the fair, I guess. I've wanted an airbrushed t-shirt since I was four years old, a hundred percent four years old. I remember wanting an airbrushed t-shirt and now at 35, I finally fucking got one. They're so cool, Brooke. It was such a great gift. We wore them kayaking, we wore them around, I wore them to sleep. It's fantastic. Um, the best food that I've had in a very long time. Such, such good food. Everything that we ate was amazing. The first night we um, ended up at, I'm going to have all the names when I do a Patreon episode, but we ended up at this place on six and it was delicious. It was like, just like a, it like looked like to be a simple little place. Amazing food. The hotel food, so good. I am now, again, thanks to Amy, in my wedge salad era, like a good crisp wedge salad like drenched in like blue cheese or gorgonzola with crispy bacon and tomato at the pool sitting at the pool eating a wedge salad there's nothing fucking better obsessed with wedge salads right now but what else do we have empanada food truck food we went to we went to brunch that was amazing but the best meal that we had was at this Japanese restaurant and it was like a 15 course meal and like each piece you know each course is maybe like a piece of sashimi or a piece of sushi or a piece of fish that was the best seafood and the best fish I've ever tasted in my life I will definitely want to go back there but yeah the food was incredible it was a really fun weekend I hadn't been to like that kind of bachelorette party in a couple years so it was like nice to be reminded of how fun it is just to get with your girlies and giggle and laugh and celebrate your friend being in love and finding her person there's like truly nothing better so it was a really great time and if you become a patreon member which this is going to get annoying it is going to get annoying hearing if you become a patreon member and you know the one way to make it not annoying is for you to become a patreon member because then you'll hear me say and you'll be like oh fuck yeah i'm gonna hear about that later so just do it just do it and then you also get video so it's a win-win for everyone um but yeah when i do my austin patreon episode we'll get like real deep i wanted to give an update on so that the somatic exercises so the episode that came out with anna rose a high on the hill episode a couple weeks ago we talked about the Instagram account, the workout, which underscore, which has programs featuring somatic exercises for your hips, for your jaw, for your neck and shoulders. And I, at the time when I recorded that episode, I had not bought the package yet, but since then, and that episode was recorded back in July, I bought the package. I bought the three course bundle for a hundred dollars 
and the first course is for your hips, which is 30 days. So I did that for, it was probably day 28 or 27. It was right at the very end where then I was going to the bachelorette party and I just really didn't even think about timing it up. And the way the program in the course works is that if you miss a day, that's okay. You can just like continue on. But if you miss more than one day, you you should go back and listen to the previous one again. You know, if you miss two days. And if you miss, they said like miss more than two or three days, which I was going to miss that. I actually, I actually had a delusional thought to begin with that I would do my somatic exercises before bed when I came home from the bars of the bachelorette party. Like I thought I would do that. I really did. It obviously didn't happen. And so because I missed so many days in the row, they do recommend starting the course over again, which I'm fine with because it has been a really, really lovely experience. I haven't had yet any of like the big releases that people talk about and she kind of references them throughout the videos Well, she'll be like, if you're crying right now or if you're feeling a lot, like just let it feel, pause the video, you can come back to it. And people will comment that they, you know, feel like just this release, this gush of emotion. And I've had people in my real life, you know, experience this too, from kind of like hip mobility or around the hips, around the pelvic floor. And I had not had that um, dramatic of an experience, but I do, I would do it. My routine was to do it every night before bed and they recommend, they suggest you can do these in bed like while you're laying in bed, it should be the most relaxing, easiest thing that you do. And so I would just, you know, do them right before I went to bed. And it made for the most relaxing, grounding, in touch with my body routine right before sleep. I loved it for that alone. I do feel like my hips have just felt more lightness um, and have felt, you know, more mobile overall. You guys know how I feel at my hips and the tricky relationship I have with them. Add on probably the insane amounts of stored trauma that keep them crickety and crotchety and everything that they are. So while I haven't had that big experience of that big release, I really do recommend and maybe just start with, so they have a, a lot of different course bundles. Like I said, I've only... I mean, I'm going to go back to the beginning of hips day one. I'm going to start at day one and and work my way forward. And then the next one is jaw, I believe. And then the next one is shoulders. They're about, I mean, some of the, some of the classes are five minutes. Some of the um, videos are five minutes. Others are 15. They're between five and 15 minutes. But, but not many are 15. They're, they're honestly, it's not a lot of time. I was really surprised. I thought it was going to be much longer, but it's not. So I, I, you know, I'll keep reporting back on how I'm feeling, but they feel really good. They really feel good. And it's really relaxing. I do feel more open. And I think I do feel more in touch with my feelings and emotions. Like I think things are, are, are flowing easier. So I will say that. Okay, so... I put out some a question on Instagram that I was going to be recording a solo episode and for people to write in. And so we got a lot of good questions, a lot of questions. A lot of people wanted to know about fall fashion trends. So this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to give you the rundown of like what I want to do and how I feel like my fall fashion trend is going to go. And then I'll also throw in some things that I definitely think are going to be of the moment and we're going to see a ton of people doing them. I just don't think they're for me personally, but they may be for you. So I don't want to exclude them. So the first thing for fall fashion trends, skirts, 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 skirts are everywhere and all kinds of skirts. You are definitely going to see, I've got to start with this one, the long denim skirt. I had been seeing it I think we've all been seeing it. The long denim skirt to the floor, usually a slit up the middle. Now, when I think of that skirt, I think of an Amish woman or a Mennonite woman who's come to Aldi and has brought their horse and buggy to the grocery store in Canton, Ohio, and they're wearing the long denim skirt. 
And so it's a little hard to get past that image. But, you know, I was like, you know, I keep seeing these on beautiful, gorgeous, long, lean Instagram people. So I should just probably see what it's like for myself because they look good in it. They look very cool and fashionable. But something tells me that perhaps I need to, you know, really try for myself because I was probably just going to order online, which is what I normally do. And that's kind of a pain to like go through the hassle of buying something really just to like see what it's like. And lucky for me, in Austin, we went shopping on South Congress. Absolutely recommend that. That was such a fun day. They have so many good stores and they had a reformation. And so they had a long denim skirt that was like an espresso brown with a slit up the middle and I was like, okay, this is my chance. I'm going to try it on. If a Reformation long jean skirt doesn't look good on me, then another, and no, no, other really are. And so, you know, what I will say is I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I think it would be fun to wear. I do, however, think that it would be a one-time wear for me. I don't see these sticking around. I think this is a really like of the moment piece, a long denim skirt. And if you wear it, you will definitely be trendy and you will definitely, you know, catch some eyes. I, I personally was like, maybe I would rent one. So if you have kind of a rental service, I think that would be a perfect item to try out. And rental is a long denim skirt. And then you'd style it. I mean, I, I, I would honestly style it with a tube top. Like really keep it simple. Like this, the skirt is the statement. I would probably put like a pair of Adidas Zambas. <clears throat> Zambas on with like maybe a crew neck sock a cr- not a crew neck a crew sock <laughs> um or if I wanted to dress it up I would wear <clears throat> a boot with a little tiny heel a pointy boot to elongate the leg with that because the skirt length can be weird it, these are tricky these are real tricky but you know we're going for it with a pointy toed boot and like a two inch heel that's how I would style it. But but all kinds of skirts. Short skirts with knee-high boots. Very cute right now. I will absolutely be trying to find something like that for fall. Long silk skirts. So I'll seen a lot of those. Saw a lot of those in Austin. Again, with, you know, long silk skirts are difficult, I think. with As with the long denim skirt. Um, just body type wise, you know, I think it just really depends, but short skirts with boots. I think that's universal. You got a short leg, you got a long leg. I think it looks good. The other thing that's, that is going to be popping for fall, which I never thought I would say this and actually be into it is a kitten heel. All of the young people out in Austin, all of the Gen Zers, no one's wearing high heels. Very few. Very, very few. I think I maybe saw one or two tall platform. Again, maybe this is Austin. I haven't been out in many large cities with young people in a while. I'm making a tour, though. I've got Chicago. I've got LA. I've got New York before the end of the year. So I will be able to report back. But they're all in a low kitten heel. And I used to think I would hate kitten heels. But I actually really like them or like a low block healed. I, re- I really think I could be into it because I need a little something you need. I need a little lift to, to accentuate a pant or just give you something. And so I think th- I think I could get behind a kitten heel like a kitten heeled sandal. That's a lot. We're going to see a lot of that, but a lower heel. So, you know, any girlies that are not into the tall, high, high heels, this is your time. This is your time to shine. What else? Trousers. Trousers, trousers, trousers. Get yourself a good pair of trousers that are comfortable and flatter your body because not all of them are flattering for all types of bodies. I found a pair that I absolutely love from Aloe of all places. Aloe Yoga. They have this trouser. Cincinnati, you just got a store, so that's good for you. You can go in and try them on. They have an amazing material. They're super comfy. Um, I, they have like a very fashionable wide leg. 
and they have an elastic waistband, which is nice because I just feel like with a trouser, if your hip doesn't sit exactly how the trouser's made, the length of your torso, the length of your legs, like if it's not made for your proportions, I don't think they look good. So they're they're tough for me to buy. But <clears throat> the ones from Aloe are fantastic. I get compliments. I get multiple compliments every time I wear them. I walked into the Aloe store in Austin and I was wearing them and every single worker commented on commented on them like, oh my God, those look so cute on you. Those are so cute. I've been wanting to know if I should buy them, but, and I'm like, yes, absolutely buy them. And then we went to a bar a couple minutes later after that store and I had three girlies and you know, you know, people are talking about you. And I know they were talking about me and I was like, what could they possibly be talking about me for? And one of them was like, we love your pants. Where'd you get them? So like they're a must. I would say look for more athletic brands. Like I'm sure Lululemon has some. I don't, I really don't know what their offerings are, but I would go more for like looking at the athletic brand trousers. So I think they'll be more comfortable and just more flattering unless you are exactly the size of the fit model for that brand. Um, what else? Vests. I am excited for vests. I see a lot of vests. What I'm looking for, my big, not a big, but one of the big items that I'm looking for for Italy, I picture myself wearing this in Rome when I go out to a club, is it's like, you know, cut off vest with it just clips right in front of your boobs and then it like flows open. I think it's such a hot look. I can't wait to find the right one. They are tricky because you cannot wear a bra with them. You can't. So it needs to be like the right fit, the right material, all of that. It'll be tough to find, but I'm committed and I'm excited. But also like um, suit wear vests, you know, with the buttons up. I see tons of those right now. I think they're really, really super cute. Um... If we want to talk like transition pieces, I say what I'm going to be doing is keeping my onesies out. You know, the shorts that are like tank top onesies. I don't know what else we would call them. One pieces. I don't know. Like athletic onesies. I'm keeping those because I think they look with, I think they look so cute with sweatshirts and vests and sweaters and like long sleeve shirts over them. I want to keep those like for as long as I possibly can in the, into the fall. This is one that I will not be getting behind this trend, but I think a lot of people may like it. Ballet flats are coming back and they're just not for me. That's all I'm going to say about that. But for others, go for it. I would also say just like if we're thinking about trends for fall, just like get your basics right get your like favorite fit basics like get a you know a white tank top a good white tank top get a good white t-shirt get a good black bodysuit you know just like really get your basics put together and then you can have fun with some kind of these some kind of these you know these other trends that you might want to incorporate okay so another question that I got was um (laughs) This person asked a lot of really fun questions like rapid fire. So they, she said so many things. Fashion, we already talked about fashion. Music, what's everyone listening to? Okay, so music. Well, I don't know what everyone else else is listening to, but I can tell you what I'm listening to. And that is Janelle Monet. The album is called The Age of Pleasure. It is... A gorgeous album. It's so fun. It's so luxurious. It's so relaxing. It's so sexual and sensual and steamy and sexy. Her voice is incredible. My favorite songs off that album, if you're going to like just, you know, want to dip your toe in. I really love Float and I really love Champagne Shit. That's Janelle Monet. Um, also, because everyone on Instagram is doing it, I've started listening to Zach Bryan's self-titled out al- now self-titled new album. I never listened to Zach Bryan before. I to be honest have no idea who he is. But whoever's behind his marketing campaign or maybe truly it's just word of mouth and that's really fucking awesome. But I saw a lot of people 
a lot, a lot, a lot of people posting this album that it compelled me to go to Spotify and say, okay, what is this album everyone's talking about? I'm so glad I did. It's really good. I don't know if he's like a country artist. It doesn't read country to me. It reads kind of like folky, kind of like, um, I don't know, kind of like gives me like uh, the national vibe. It kind of sounds like a, f- a male Taylor Swift. The lyrics are really good. It's storytelling, kind of simple melodies. I'm enjoying it a ton. So that's what I'm listening to. What else? The na- I am listening to The Nationals, the first two pages of Frankenstein still. It's not that new of an album, but... I'm obsessed with it. I really like Post Malone's new album. I think it feels really, you know, kind of like authentic, trigger word, and like cool to him. It's called Austin, which is his name. I also just fucking love Post Malone. He can like do no wrong, so I'm not a good judge. Um, Oh, she also wants to know about new places to eat. Okay, so if you haven't been to Yoli's Pool House, that's Y-O-L-I, Yoli's Pool House, in OTR, it's directly across the park from Ziegler Pool, hence the pool house. It's my new favorite spot. They have um, like tacos, burritos, quesadillas. I think they have a salad, mostly just nachos. Oh my God. Margaritas, um, you know, flavored margaritas. It's really fun. It's such a good summer spot. They have outdoor patios. Inside is like all glass. It's very like open, light, breezy. It's from the people that gave you Liberty's Bar and Bottle, so you know it's good. Um, people that gave you the pony, so you know it's good. Get the quesadilla. Get the chicken quesadilla and get the jalapeno crema and the, the pineapple jalapeno crema and the pineapple jalapeno salsa with the side. Excuse me on the side of the quesadilla you can either get chicken you can get hank's way which is like beef i don't know if there's probably another option i don't know what it is get the quesadilla and then i want you to come back to me and talk to me about the quesadilla the nachos are also incredible it's a big big hefty plate of nachos so go with a pal and share but yoli's for sure get to yoli's um i just went to the new ripple wine bar in o'brienville so uh they have a a restaurant in Covington that's notorious and delicious and the new location in O'Brienville is also delicious very cute big outdoor patio and I got the shrimp salad oh I got a salad and I added shrimp but I can't the grape salad add shrimp so good the grapes are like sweet and juicy and then the shrimp has a little like Cajun kick to it it's a delicious salad I can't recommend it enough um and then also coming up not yet here but is going to be just around the corner Razo coming to you from the owners of Say So Bar Say So it's where the old Boomtown Biscuits was in Pendleton on the corner there across from Urbana across from uh what's it called the burger place with the hatchet I don't know. I'm completely blanking. That's really insane. And people are screaming at me and I'm going to listen back to this and I'm going to scream at myself. But anyways, um, Rosso, it means rocket in Italian. It's going to be pizza. I got the inside um, tour of the facility before they opened and it's a such a cool space. It is going to be like old school Italian restaurant with like the red candle that sits in the middle the white tablecloth. Um, they're going to do pizzas and just like good Italian sides. Uh, the bar is amazing. And it's just such a cool vibe. I mean, you know what it's like to be in Say So. So Mike and Christy, who've been on this podcast before, like they just know the vibe. They know how to set the vibe. They know how to create the vibe. So I'm so excited for that pizza place to be coming soon. I'm not sure when, but soon. Um, I think that's kind of all I'll, I'll think about that and I'll also do a patreon and I'll talk about the new places I tried that I haven't liked and I and I don't recommend that's what I'll say on the patreon um okay what else do we have oh okay yes microdosing someone wants to talk about microdosing so we had a, a podcast episode 
about microdosing high on the hill with Anna Rose a couple weeks ago. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go do that. Everyone's doing shrooms right now. So don't be the last to know. She asked where to get it. That's going to be a Patreon episode. A hundred percent. Because if I'm going to tell you how to get drugs, you're going to have to pay me for it. That's what that's going to be. So we will talk. We can talk even more about microdosing, more about shrooms, where to get it. Also, there was also a, um, I just said that so many times. Another girly sent in a question about weed for beginners help. So I will do a whole episode on weed and mushrooms for beginners, and you can just use it as doing drugs 101. It's the opposite of dare, which I won the essay writing contest for my dare class. Well, I got second place, but whatever. Okay, someone asked for reliable products. So when I hear the word reliable, that's something like tried and true. So I'm going to talk about products that I've been using forever and I have no plans on stopping anytime soon because they are reliable. My skincare, I use Skin Better and I use two products for my skincare. I use, well, two like moisturizer or serum stuff. This is not including cleansers or toners. But I use Eventone as my moisturizer from Skin Better Eventone. I put that on in the morning. And then at night, I use Alpha Ret. And then I use Eventone again. I use those two products. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I have really good skin. I know it's more than just the product, but those products are come with a big price tag, but come with big results. And I have been using them consistently for five years. And when I go to get facials or when I, you know, go see anyone, everyone comments on my skin and I tell them that and they're like, that's exactly why, because you found a product that works for you and you just use it consistently. I don't believe, I mean, someone might come on here and be like, you need to like, you know, variety with your face. My face doesn't want variety. It doesn't. It wants to do the same thing over and over again. It does not like surprises. So I would say that skin better. Um, and then for hair, reliable products, like hair products, Pureology is fantastic for hair masks and leave-in spray. So they have this spray. It's called like 21. Well, it's like the the street name for it. It has a full name, but it has, comes with 21 benefits. And I use that. I've been using it for years. And the hair mask, I do not use Pureology shampoo and conditioner anymore, not because it's not good, but because I like pros better. I love pros shampoo and conditioner. I feel that it really transformed my hair. I notice a difference because I have the Pureology shampoo because sometimes I will try to be like, but okay, let's like switch it up. And every time I switch from pros to Pureology, I'm not satisfied with the results. Makes my hair because with pros you you tell them what you want. You know, do you want curl? Do you want shine? Do you want volume? You put in your zip code so they can calculate the hardness of your water. Um, they know how much pollution you're getting on a day to day basis based on your location. So it's very customized, and I think it makes a big difference. What else? Um, I've been using the same cleanser for five plus years, the Aveeno foaming cleanser. I love it so much. It's very gentle on my skin. It does what it needs to do. It doesn't dry it out. It's a great price point. Aveeno, reliable. Um, also, my foundation is something else that I've been using for, oh, I don't know, seven years, eight years, and that's Urban Decay. It's fantastic. I, I have tried, you know, I've always, I have tried other products and then I just keep coming back to these ones and that's how I know they're reliable. So Urban Decay for foundation. Um, and then reliable, you know, and I think of reliable, I think to think supplements and Thorn, T-H-O-R-N-E, Thorn supplements, I've found to be extremely reliable and just like you don't have to be guessing like, you know, someone on Instagram's like, this is a good supplement. Like, Thorn is good. Thorn is good. Okay, someone else said love. They want me to talk about love. I'm going to interpret that as they want me to talk about Love Island because that's the lens through which I view the world at this moment. Everything is about Love Island for me. I'm going to do an episode with Haley where we're really going to go deep 
into Love Island. So I want to keep this pretty surface. So I'm just going to like talk about how I started watching because this is abnormal for me. I am not a dating show girly. I actually can't stand that. Like I can't even watch The Bachelor because it makes me like viscerally angry. Like I can't stand it. I put on Love Island in like a moment of desperation and I was so appalled. I was like, this is the worst show I've ever seen in my life. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll tell you why I put it on. Because fucking mar- their marketing is really, really good. And I saw Ariana posting about it because I follow her. And then I saw this other influencer that I follow, Remy Bader, who's a fantastic follow for anyone who's looking for someone new to follow. R-E-M-I-B-A-D-E-R. She's out of New York. She's a New York girly. She got invited to Fiji to be in the villa and she'd been posting about it. And I was like, why is everyone? And I just seen, you know, their marketing. They're just kind of get fucking shit in front of eyeballs. And it worked on me. And I was like, well, I keep seeing this everywhere. So I'm just going to try it out. And I hated it. I thought it was so stupid. I was like, how are these people even real? And then I just kept watching. And then. I now dream about Love Island. Like my dreams are in the format of Love Island. I go out to bars and I'm like, this was the place where we could have a chat. This looks like the hideaway. Like it's insane. People keep asking me like, would you go on Love Island? And I'm like, okay, Love Island is going to have to be for like 30 to 40 year olds and not constantly in a dream string bikini like that's the only way I would go on Love Island age appropriate because everyone on Love Island is like 21 to 26 and like clothing appropriate because like I I don't know about you but like I don't want to have a chat and like start to open up and get to know someone for the first time in a thong bikini so that's just me anyway and but also I would never do it because of the bugs they have these outtakes. They have these shows called they, these episodes because, you know, there's episodes like five times a week. Like that's how intense. It's insane. They have five episodes a week. It's just all so much content. Um, I, but I would never do it because of the bugs. So they, sh- they have these episodes where they call them unseen bits and it's just like kind of behind the scenes. And they'll have a 15 minute copulation of people like being eaten by bugs not eaten, but like attack. Like there's just so many bugs and I couldn't do it. That's why I wouldn't do it because of the bugs. And also I was watching USA, which I didn't know there was a difference between Love Island UK and Love Island USA until I posted that I was watching Love Island. I didn't even make a distinction. I just said Love Island because that's what I thought. And I had about, I'm not kidding you, 15 DMs asking me, oh, you are you watching UK? Are you watching UK? Are you watching UK? I was like, no, I'm just watching US. And they're like, bad mistake. UK's better. UK's better. Oh, just watch UK. I'm like, well, fuck. I already started. I'm already invested in these people. I can't now switch to go watch the UK because I need to know what happens with Carmen and Kenzo. But I did try. I Like halfway through the US, I was like, okay, well, I'll start the last season of the UK and check it out because everyone's telling me that it's better. And you know what? I don't think it's better. And I think it's because I watched USA first. And so like, that's what I have now. And so then watching the UK, which it is different in like these weird, subtle ways. It's just like, now I don't know. But to be fair, I didn't give the UK a full chance because I'm so, I was so into the US, which it's over now. And I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. So I'm just going to stop talking about it. We'll have a more in-depth conversation about it later. Uh, do, do, do. Okay, what else do we got? What fitness trends are you into for the rest of 2023? Well, me personally, I have entered my Pilates era, which I'm so excited about. I've taken a break from Pilates. I haven't done Pilates in about a year. And I just recently started going because the breathing room... When I, by the time this episode comes out, the promotion will be over. So bummer if you missed it. But the breathing room was running this really incredible deal where you could get eight classes for $80, which is insane. $10 for a Pilates class. Like what? So 
I got that package. And then um, Totality Sculpt in Oakley just opened recently. And I'm going to have the founder of that studio come on the podcast, which is super exciting. And so I've started taking some classes there too. Pilates-esque, if you will, in the realm of Pilates. And oh my God, I just love it so much. I forgot how much I love it. I know I love it. I've said it. I love, I said, I love it. It's really good. Um, so that's what I'm doing. My, my fitness trends for the rest of the year. I'm just, you know, I'm not training to go into battle anymore. I'm really not. So like anything with the word boot camp in it, just miss me with it. I'm just not training. Like I'm about to fight someone anymore. I'm just training for like my longevity and feel good and to move my body in this season. But I don't know if I'll ever train like I'm going off to battle. I used to train like I was like you would go into some of these classes. It's like boot camp classes or these super high intense classes. I would be like jacked up before I even walked in the class because I was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do on the road? today? Like it would be so much stress and anxiety. My cortisol would be through the roof. I'm doing this like four times a week. It's just a lot. I'm like tired thinking about it. So I'm just really being gentle. I mean, not to say like I lift hard. I lift heavy. I do some cardio. That's not it. Just the just the overall like, I don't know, kind of like stress of those boot camps. It's just like not what I'm into for me personally. So Pilates, I'm doing some yoga. I'm tr- I'm, I'm strength training. I'm doing some heart healthy cardio. I'm not getting too crazy and intense with it. That's what I'm into. So someone said, how to navigate friendships in your 20s. I'm in college, but feel like I'm at a different place in life than everyone else around me. That's a great question. I'm sure one that a lot of people can relate to even outside of college. So this could happen even, you know, in within people in, in their 30s as some friends, you know, start to have children and get all about their families and if you are not you know get married and if you are not in that stage of life yourself it can be more difficult to keep that friendship going and active because you're just in different places and so I can see what you're in different places you're in you're into different things yeah it just I, I, I know even from my own personal experience that it can be more of a challenge but obviously in my opinion a worthwhile one to keep those friendships going even when you are in different places of your life you know once you've had that friendship for a long time but I think what you're asking is maybe just how to how how to navigate friendships when you're young and these are like 20s are kind of like the time when you're starting to make those friends at least for me I was in my 20s I was making those friends that I'm still friends with 15 years later, who now we're at a different place in our life. But when we were 20s, we were in the same part of our life. So it's kind of flipped. It's interesting. So what I would say is, you know, first of all, I have no idea. You're going to you're going to know the best, too, because, it, you know, intuitively what feels good to you is what's going to be right for you. But I would say find the people that are in the the same place in your life that you are. So it might be a little bit more effort to go and find it and I don't know your situation so it's hard for me to know like what different place are you in like are you in a place where you're like ready to be working you're ready to be in the real world or you know you're ready to like start going to bed at 10 p.m. and everyone is still wanting to stay out till 3 a.m. so I I don't or are you like I'm ready to like go travel around and do semesters abroad and everyone is just like hanging out in at UC's campus I, I don't know so I would say you got to find your people, though. That's what you got to do. You got to find your people who are in that stage of life, which may mean going outside of like the easy social circle, the easy like proximity people that are close to you. There are, you know, you could go to Market Muscles and you could probably meet some really cool people there. I know that you would. Uh, I know places like the Beauty Boost are always having like different events for women. Uh, If you follow Lita Ruth Boutique, Kim Powers puts on events for women. 
So, and then I'm sure that there's something if you're in college, like you just got to like find the groups that are, that you're not seeing so readily or not so readily seen by you. That's what I would say, but I don't know. That's hard because, you know, I thought people were just going to ask me stupid shit like fall fashion. And then this is like a real serious question. And I hope it helped. I hope that helps. Find your people. And also like, don't worry about it too much and like do your own thing. Not like worry about like where other other people are. Worry about where you are, which sounds like what it sounds like what you're doing is just that. Okay, as we can see with my tongue tied, we got to wrap it up. I got to go to yoga. I'm going to yoga at Totality. So I'm super pumped to try that new class. It's been really fun getting back into like the group fitness scene. And I've had to do that. Not had to do that, but I've I've gotten the opportunity to do that because um, I'm working out in a little bit different way because there's really exciting news to come with Johnny and Kayla and you'll hear about it later not on the Patreon though you'll hear about it here I won't I won't do the Patreon hopefully that made you like me a little bit more but Patreon coming if you love this episode or if you got something out of this episode if this episode made you giggle in any way please share it with a friend that's how we grow the podcast word of mouth you telling your friends that you like this listen and that they should listen to Thank you so much. I love you. Bye-bye.